This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Good morning. It is 11.20, kicking off the week here with um, with a debate that really just won't go away. And I'm not really sure how it came to be, albeit I would blame the lockdowns and that maybe people had too much time on their hands. But we are still talking about renaming the street of Dundas. And we're still talking about it, even though Toronto has zilch money. But Mayor Chow says she is committed to uh, changing the name because of Henry Dundas's alleged past with the transatlantic slave trade. Something he did try to abolish, but apparently not done fast enough as today's activists would like. I mean, he was a little bit busy with a couple of things. He had the French Revolution dealing with and a lot of opposition because we're like talking 400 years ago. Took people a while to come around to where we are today. So... Where does this go? I mean, Chow is going ahead of this, but in the last couple of days, we've seen an op-ed by three former Toronto mayors, you will know all of them, and asking that she reconsider for a couple of different reasons, not just because of money, but R. Eichelton, David Crombie, as well as John Sewell, joining in, arguing, hey, he did the best he could at that time, and maybe we're talking about a lot of false historical Fiction. Let us bring in John Sewell, former mayor of Toronto, served as the 58th mayor of Toronto from 1978 to 1980. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Boy, did you ever deal with stuff like this back in your day that was kind of like a <laughs> silly question? Well, no, we haven't. Yeah. I mean, in fact, uh, you know, the issue of slavery and how blacks have been treated did not receive nearly as much attention, you know, 40 years ago as it is receiving today. And that's good. Mm -hmm. It's about time that we dealt with it seriously. It's a big, serious issue. It's affected an awful lot of people, many millions of people. um, And and we have to deal with it in some sort of fashion. Um, Of course, you know, my argument would be, let's not deal with it in a, in a false kind of fashion. Um, Let's deal with it in a realistic way. And so we can move forward. Um, I think there's two issues involved in regard to renaming Dundas Street. One is the one about um, Dundas himself, Henry Dundas, and what he stood for. And the other is about how we can actually start to begin to make serious reparations with the black community. Um, Just in terms of Henry Dundas, I mean, he was a very strong anti-slavery person. Um, As a lawyer, he took a case before the Scottish court uh, in favor of an enslaved person, and he won it, which helped to abandon um, slavery in Scotland. Um, He appointed Sir John Graves Simcoe as the lieutenant governor of uh, Ontario, Upper Canada, Mm. and was. Um, They were friends. 
And, and he was a well-known abolitionist. abolitionist. Uh, very yeah. much yeah. so. And, and in fact, as soon as he appointed, he abolished slavery in Upper Canada. Um, the one thing that, that people complain about uh, uh, Henry Dundas is that he brought in a motion to say that we should have a gradual end um, uh, to slavery. He did that in, uh, 19, in 1792. Um, because there had been a motion that had been brought the year before that had lost very, very badly by William Wilderforce, who was the big anti-slavery activist. He lost it in a two-to-one vote in the House of Commons, um, and he was about to lose it again in 1792 when he brought it. And Dundas proposed, well, let's say gradual, and maybe that'll pass it. And it passed. It was the first time that, that, in fact, anybody in the British Empire had passed a motion to abandon slavery. Um, so it's a pretty positive thing. So I, I think that Dundas is not somebody who is in favor of slavery. He was very much against it, working as hard as he could to end it. But the second thing is this. If we're really going to start to make reparations, maybe spending you know, $9 million of the public money renaming Dundas Street isn't going to do very much. Maybe we should take some or all of that money and say, let's, in fact, give that to the black community in ways that they can begin to talk about reparations. Yeah, I mean, you want, you want, you want, you want, an actual gesture instead of a token gesture. And I think that's what this becomes. But we're in this period where, People are rewriting facts to what they want history or think history should be um, instead of what it is. And you can disagree with it. You can add to it, but you can't change it. And I think we're doomed if, if we change it. Having, I, agree. I agree. Having said all that, I mean, it gets very emotional. And then we end up in these fights where, I mean, no one knew who Dundas was before before all this started. And so, again, it's like. We're talking 400 years ago. It was a much different world. Doesn't say it's it's. You know, we accept it, but it is part of the world. And I mean, yeah. that there were any people thinking of ending, um, you know, slavery back I, then is is I think, yeah. I I think there's another point, which is if we rename Dundas Street, much of the cost falls on private owners. Yeah, who've got to change all their letterhead and just on and on and on and on. That's not going to help reparations. I think it, it will it divide people eventually. I'm sorry? It does. It, it, I think it does tend to divide people. Exactly, exactly. And we could do something that actually brings people together here, which is to say, let's recognize who Dundas was, a strong opponent of slavery, and let's, in fact, devote some of the money we could have made, uh, we could have put to remain Dundas Street, to actually serious reparations with the black community. I mean, it seems to me those two things go together to suggest we shouldn't be renaming Dundas Street at this time. You know, we have three different mayors, all different um, political uh, stripes, all coming together to write this. Why did you all feel that it was important to to wade into um, a debate that can often just lead to a lot of headaches and cancel? Well, because it's important to be serious about about both these issues, about historical truth, and also about how do we move forward? How do we actually do something positive? And, you know, I don't want to get onto this track where we're renaming all sorts of things. I mean, we've, we've just renamed Ryerson University, mm-hmm. and because they said, oh, you know, Ryerson was heavily involved in, 
in residential schools for Indigenous people. And, and, that, and that's simply not true. Ryerson wasn't. Ryerson was a big defender of Indigenous communities yeah. and First Nations. So, you know, there's, there's that kind of stuff that's, uh, that, that's sort of hanging there in the background. So let's not get it wrong about Dundas Street. No, it's, again, knee-jerk reactions, uh, you know, with um, not a lot of facts based on it. But uh, we'll see where this goes. And I do appreciate yeah. you weighing in. So thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Good morning. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That is a former mayor of Toronto, John Sewell. Hey, look, he's a lefty. He's teaming up with other politicians saying, like, in, enough. Take a step back. You will always get people in, in this debate who want to very much to either make a name off this or just continually push their own causes. It does not mean that it's based on fact or figures. If there was something here that we could draw from it, okay, I don't think we are. And again, where does it stop? Because if you're gonna if you're gonna do do this, you got to get rid of anything with Jean Chrétien's name on it because he was Indian Affairs and, and Pierre Trudeau, and you know the father of um, of our healthcare system who believed in eugenics. Like you could literally find failure with every single politician in 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 any period. So like, where does it stop? 